Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm more than excited to be on this journey with you and experiencing God's kingdom. I'm currently in the process of getting a book edited on the voice of God. I'm doing broadcasts on Facebook. It's been so good seeing all that God is doing through and with his people. I have a special guest today that I met from one of our online broadcasts, Rachel Roberts. Rachel is a young lady from Muskoka, Ontario, who was raised seeing and experiencing a relationship with God from the time she was very young. So we're going to share some stories that will build faith in your life to see the kingdom of God. John 3 verse 3, Jesus replied, he says, Verily, truly, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. And that was to Nicodemus. So you and I, friends, we have an inheritance to see the kingdom. It's not hearing, but it's actually seeing is our first initial response when we're born again into the kingdom. So I just bless you as you listen to this episode with Rachel. Please rate and subscribe this podcast so even more people can encounter the kingdom. Hope you enjoy. Hey guys, thanks so much for joining me today. Uh, Supernatural healing power. So we're back and I'm more than excited to have Rachel Roberts with me. So Rachel was with a group of us on Saturday nights with Heather Jones and her brother Joel. So I thought it'd be cool to have her back on this week. And yeah, I'm actually on another broadcast with the other Rachel Blankenship uh, Thursday on her broadcast. So it's a double dose of Rachel this week, and uh, it's going to be so good. So if you guys can share the broadcast, tell us where you're watching from, uh, that'd be great, and we can say hi. So I'm just going to bring Rachel on, and yeah, going to look forward to see what God wants to do today. Hey, Rachel. Hello. <laughs> so if, if you want to introduce yourself a little bit for some of those that may not know you, or maybe they forgot about you, I don't know, they probably can't <laughs> forget about you, if they uh, knew that you were on the broadcast before here. So um, yeah, say hi and just introduce yourself and tell people a little bit about yourself. Yeah, of course. So um, most of you know me as, uh, you probably know my brother, Joel. I am actually his sister (laughs) and I am 21 years old. I live in Muskoka, Ontario, And I did two years in Bible school up in Northern California. And I'm just excited to see what God's going to do tonight. And I am so passionate about just seeing people walk in freedom and experiencing that true relationship with God. That it's not just about what they do, but it's their, how their heart posture is towards things and I just want people to feel loved the way that God has made me feel loved. So, yeah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. That, that's good. So going to say a little bit of hi. Hi. Um, hi. I guess I'm going to greet people. So, hey, Deborah, good to see you. Uh, and Linda, great to see you guys. And another Linda. So it's a double Linda night tonight. So um, <laughs> thanks so much for joining. And Christy, good to see you guys. And Angela and um 
Ajithia. I'm not too sure how to say that name, but hi from you from Ghana. So it's awesome uh, that you guys have joined us again and saying hi. So please share the broadcast and Mary. And so Rachel, maybe I'll ask you a few questions just off the start a little bit while we wait for people to come on and, and we will get to some prayer and prophetic ministry, just kind of see how the spirit leads. But uh, one of the things I wanted to ask you, Rachel, is like kind of um, how does God speak to you spiritually? And and what are, are there some like unique ways? Like I know I, I believe that you see angels and there's times like when you encounter God, but what does that look like for you? And, and kind of when did that begin for you? Oh, wow. <laughs> well, um, to answer the last part of that, uh, it's actually like ever since I was little, I've always been able to see angels. Um, when I was, man, I don't even know how old I was, maybe like 10 or 9, might have even been younger, but I actually got a prophetic word from um, Patricia King. And she said to me that, your room is an open heaven. And honestly, ever since I had that word, like literally every room I have, like I don't have to be, you know, um, like living there, like how I'm living here. Like even if I'm in a hotel room or something like that, it's always an open heaven everywhere I go. And I even remember like a cute little story where, um, I was actually at the doctor just with the checkup with my mom and the doctor is like just looking at me. And I said to the doctor, I said, I see a bunch of uh, different colored circles around like green and blue and stuff. And as soon as I said that, like my mom knew what I was talking about. She knew I was seeing angels, but wow. the doctor wouldn't understand. <laughs> so my mom kind of just, you know, threw it to the side, like, oh, she's just like, you know, having fun, like trying to just swipe it off, <laughs> like it's okay. And that's when my mom told me, you know, like you're seeing the angelic, you're seeing angels and stuff. Wow. And it was really awesome. I was all into those books where kids went to heaven and experienced things. And I took some trips myself. <laughs> Anyways, um, but yeah, I was so close with God as a kid, I, I really was. And it was something that I, I would never want to forget ever because me and God were just like, I don't even know how to describe it to you. I, I was used for things like, um, someone said to me, uh, I'm going to show you guys that kid can prophesy. And I was pulled out of the audience. And I think that was actually the first time that I realized that, you know, that it's not just hearing God, but it's like prophesying over people. Because mm. as a kid, you don't really think about that. You know, you're just like, oh, I hear hear stuff and things. And wow. <laughs> yeah, that I feel like that's where that started. And to answer some of your other questions on how God speaks me, honestly, it depends on the season and through many ways. I've had it where He'll highlight things around the room. Sometimes if I'm prophesying over someone, like perfect example, when I was at a conference, um, I was prophesying over this guy and there's this water bottle next to him and it was half empty. Like it was half full, half, however you want to say it. And it was brought to my attention. I realized that God was saying, 
that he went through a time where he felt like he was really in a dry season and God was actually um, going to fill that water back up and, you know, just replenish him that. So God speaks to me in those ways. Um, sometimes like I'll literally just be in my car and I'll just like, it's, it's all being in tune with God. And there's, there's obviously probably times where God's speaking to me and I necessarily don't hear cause I'm not tuned into the right station. Hmm. But most times I like, especially if I'm doing something like, you know, after a broadcast and I just like overthinking, I normally God, you know, God says to me, that was awesome. Or just stuff like it, just basically a best friend. That after something like that happens, he's speaking to me. Um, nature is a very, very big one for me. Hmm. Anytime I'm in nature, God is always speaking to me. And I'm just drawn in through the animals, the trees, the flowers, like just kind of his his beauty is just everywhere. And it's like you can't escape it. It's just around you. And when his beauty and what he's created is around you, like you can't help but listen to him. And yeah, I feel like that's mm. kind of how God speaks to me. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I, I really, really like how you, you broke that down. Um, and even just as a young person, and I was just thinking like sometimes even as like somebody that's older and thinking about like, um, like childlikeness and how you just were like, we're all born into that, but somewhere along the lines, like in, in kind of my guess of things, you know, we kind of learn to lose that ability to see it's, it, it's like, it's there, but at the same time, it's like we shut it down because we don't actually believe what we're seeing is real. And, and that's, that's too bad. But again, to, to open up people's eyes and to like actually see, like I was just at one of my, uh, some people's houses yesterday and I was talking to them and out of the corner of my eye, I seen this like angelic figure walk by them, like in the back. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, you know, my, my mind was like, I didn't actually see that. Like, that's not an angel. And I'm like, no, I'm like, that's an angel. Cause I, like, I even stopped and paused, like, because I wasn't paying attention to them in the conversation. That's how real it was to me. And they were like kind of looking at me and I'm like, oh, I'm like, I, I just saw an angel walk past you guys behind you. And they're like, oh, good. Well, the angels are here. And I'm like, well, yeah. And I, like, like, that's so good. But sometimes like we could easily doubt that and say, oh, that wasn't an angel. And yeah. same with like lights. Like you said, like, you know, you saw colors of lights when you were younger and you're like, wow, what is this? But I love how your mom was like, like helped you steward that and be like, no, like you're seeing angels, my daughter, mm -hmm. like, like this is what that is. And like acknowledge that and didn't shut that down. And, and so, yeah, I just admire that about your family um, doing that. So um, maybe do you, do you have anything else to add to that or like how can people start seeing again um, or to see more? What would you say to them? Yeah, before you actually said that, it's actually something I wanted to touch on because hmm. um, I didn't share this when I was introducing myself, but um, for some of you guys that don't know, I'm actually a children's pastor and a really big thing that I want to do for, I call them my kids because they're basically <laughs> my kids. And um, 
I just want to teach them on how to walk with God. And a big thing that I talked about was angels, because I know just from hearing from kids and just a big thing that the enemy tries to do, especially if your kid is a seer, is tries to scare them to not wanting to see anymore. And so I actually talked to um, the kids that I was teaching and I asked every single one of them. I was just like, guys, who has ever, you know, seen something scary in their room? And every single kid put up their hand. They all told us their stories. And I'll be honest with you, like, I never struggled with that as a kid, but I I couldn't believe some of these things that these kids encountered when they were little. And it was like almost just like heartbreaking to me. I was just like, I felt so bad. And the biggest thing that was hurting me was, you know, I never blamed the parents with this, but they just didn't know, you know, they didn't know that their kid was experiencing the demonic realm, but they didn't know that they could tell their kid, you have the authority to say no to this, you know? And that was something that I just talked to these kids. And I was like, guys, you have the authority that there's something scary in your room. You can tell it to go. And I feel like a lot of people that are like, um, you know, I used to see when I was a kid and I don't see anymore. I feel like if you really do want to like, you know, get back to that gift of seeing the spirit, you got to give that permission to happen because, and you may not remember, like sometimes as kids, we say stuff and we don't remember, like, you know, I never want to see again or something like that. And God will actually honor that because he doesn't violate love. And he's waiting for you to say, God, you know, I'm sorry for saying that. I want to see again. I want to see in the spirit again. I want to hear your voice again, you know, things like that. And even my brother has a great actually story of when he was praying for this girl and she's talking about how she's never like, you know, she used to see when she was a kid. And again, that demonic like thing, just she encountered the demonic and never want to see again. And my brother was just like praying for her. And all of a sudden, like she started just she started just repenting <laughs> and saying, like, God, I'm so sorry. I had no idea that I turned off my own gift. And it was awesome. Like she could see after in the spirit and like, you know, it, it can be something as simple as that. But I also want to speak to, to the people that you've seen a bit of the spirit, but you also want to see more of the spirit. And I'll tell you that if you want to see more, like you will see more. Um, I actually have, like, I've never seen an angel fully as like a person. I'll be honest with you. I don't think I'm ready for that. <laughs> and two, God knows, um, God knows like what stages you're ready at. So perfect example, you know, I was a kid just saw like colorful blobs. That's, that's how I saw angels. And then I went to school, uh, Bible school. A lot of the stories you'll hear um, of my encounters were in Bible school because just I was in a place that I was just surrounded by it. And I was just like, hey, I'm in for it. Like I'm going, had no work to deal with. Like it was just full on with God. 
And I was actually watching the show called It's Supernatural with Sid Roth, um, which is a great show. I might add a little, a little cheesy with the intros and the reenacting the <laughs> different things, but it is, it's an amazing show. But anyways, this lady just talked about um, just her scene in the spirit and she said this prayer at the end for the scales to fall off her eyes to see into the supernatural realm. And she said to say that three times. So I was like, cool, like, you know, I'm going to do it. And I was always like that kind of person that when I'd see an angel in the room, I like the only way I can describe it is like I see it, saw it in my head. So I couldn't like physically see it with my eyes. I could just like see it in my head that I knew an angel was there. But yeah, after this, I uh, went to bed. It was just me and one of my other housemates were in the apartment. And literally it was like 12, 12 o'clock at night. And I was like, I'm so tired. Like I'm ready to go to bed and I'm about to go to sleep. And like, God wakes me up. He's like, Hey, do you want to see something? And I was like, you know, just thinking, sure. Like, okay. I wasn't thinking anything of it. So he's like going to the living room and he had me read like the smallest passage from Revelation. And it, it was something about one of the seals. I can't remember exactly what it was. And I literally read like the smallest passage ever. And he said, look up. And I looked up and instantly I saw like just the figure of it. So the way I describe it to people is it's like... um it's like a sheet, but like a very sheer sheet. That's like how I saw those angels. Like you could almost see through them, but like they, you know, it's kind of like their shadow, like they're outlining. And I freaked out because, you know, like I just saw a wing from the corner of my eye. I was just like, it literally took me half an hour to like calm myself down. And then after I literally was like, God, I want to see more. And he said, yeah, you're not ready to see like, you know, <laughs> actual person, <laughs> angel. So I just encourage you guys, like, if you want to see more, like, go after it. Tell God, say, God, I am ready. I'm ready to see more of you and experience mm. things. But I also want to touch on, too, it's not just about the experiences. See, I love experiencing God and seeing everything like that's such a bonus. But the biggest thing is the relationship you get with him is that intimate heart to heart. Because yeah. without that intimate heart to heart, you don't get to experience those other sides of God because you're not in a relationship. You know, it's like it's like with a friend. When you meet with a friend, if you don't get to know that person, you don't get to experience the different sides of them. But when you do get to know them, and share with them, like, you'll learn different sides about people. Elvin, you can probably say that about your wife. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's kind of just a brief little, little thing. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I, I really like how you unpack that. And uh, I think your mom, too, she, she pointed out a scripture uh, in John chapter 3 uh, about Nicodemus asking about being born again. And uh, so it's in John 3, verse 3. Uh, so it, it's a really, really good verse. And I don't think a lot of us read it that way, but it is. It's like it is your inheritance to see. So the the sign that you're in the kingdom is that you see. 
And, mm -hmm. and sometimes that's actually scary to think about because how many of us actually see? It, it's not just about hearing because when we see something, um, that's the sign of the kingdom. And and so hearing God is good, but yet God wants us to see. And and so, yeah, maybe just pray for that, Rachel, that people would have their spiritual eyes open and the scales come off. Yeah, of course. Yeah, God, I just thank you for every single person on this broadcast, Father. And I just speak for those people that even just like shut off their gift or something scared them into shutting it off. And right now, Father, I just speak the peace of God over them right now in the name of Jesus. And I just loose over every single person a hunger to go after the more of God, Father. And we just even, we rebuke all trauma from when they were a mm. kid, any demonic or anything to do with that. We just rebuke that in the name of Jesus. And I just speak that your next encounter that you have with the supernatural realm will be the angelic realm. So I just wow. speak that over you right now. And I just speak that your room would be covered with the angelic and that you would have just this knowing and this ability that you have the authority to see what you want to see. If you want to see the angelic, you speak it forth. If you want the enemy and the demonic to go, you tell it to go. And I just even speak for all, all these kids, like of these parents that are watching. And I just speak just a protection over these kids right now in the name of Jesus. And I don't know if you've felt this too, Alvin, but I really felt just even everything that's going on. I really felt that kids um, are experiencing this kind of stuff, like not necessarily demonic attacks, but I really felt like just that there was actually an opening in for them seeing to the supernatural realm and experiencing the things of God. But I feel like that their parents, you know, they haven't truly understood what their kid is experiencing. And I just want to encourage you parents that if your kid comes up to you, you know, saying that they saw something and you're just like, what? Like, you know, talk to God about it, process it with God, because those kids have such a pure, pure gift and you want to bring them up. So the way that my mom brought me up is she probably put it on there that we weren't allowed to watch like Disney Channel. Like I didn't watch Disney Channel until I was probably like 12 years old. Um, she didn't have, she actually had us watch people like um, Catherine Kuhlman, uh, Kenneth Hagen. Like that's what she had <laughs> watch as kids cool. Cool. Uh, and she was filling us up and when we would experience you know like things in the night sometimes like I can remember my sister when a teddy bear started talking to her and it was not God <laughs> first of all not God. and my mom knew how to talk us through it saying that wow. there is you know there is God and then there is the enemy and when you have that gift to see into the supernatural realm, it's not just the angelic, but it also is the other side because it's the supernatural realm, but you can choose what you want to see based on the authority that you carry. Wow. Oh, Benny Hinn too. My mom wrote his well. Wow. <laughs> we watched wow. all the revivalists. So yeah, I just speak that over you guys. And I just speak a never ending hunger over you and that this would actually be the season right now with all this quarantine and all this stuff this would actually be the season right now that you would start to um 
go deeper with God in those things and that he would actually start revealing different things to you. And I felt like there's this one person, um, let me know if you're here, but I felt like that there's a person here that they've been seeing future things for people and they've been scared Hmm. and they don't, they don't necessarily know what it is and why they're experiencing it. Um, if that's you, like, could you comment? It's me. Cause I, I would love to just like pray with you because I just, I really feel like there's someone like that. And they're just like, I don't understand what's happening. You know, like I know it's God or you're even not even just experiencing like seeing future stuff, but actually seeing like, um, like disasters, you know, like you're thinking of someone and all of a sudden you see them get in a car accident or something like that. I just, I really felt there's someone, someone on here like that. Mm. So let me know if we're here, but yeah, guys, it's going to be exciting. I it's love the spirit. It's awesome. It, it's, it's interesting. I was just going to ask you a question, but the, I, I believe the answer came in my own spirit about it. And I was going to ask you, I said, why, why do you think it is easier or it seems to be more common that young people or people can actually see the demonic more than they can most of the time see angels? And I was thinking about that and I was going to ask you that, but then just this thought came to me and it's like, it, it's easier to see fear than faith because fear fear confronts you and, and, and you can actually tell if you have fear in, in you because you'll actually partner with that. And it'll bring you something that God wants to bring out of you, essentially. And, you know, because the Bible says that, you know, that perfect love casts out all fear. But it goes on to say farther, saying that if you do have fear, that you're just, you're not perfected yet in love. And so there's actually a breakthrough there to, to see more in the spirit. And and it you need faith. Yeah. You need faith to see in the, in the spirit. You need faith to activate um your eyes again to see and and you know i've heard it said too that the bible is a place where you can go actually it's like a doorway into the spirit because you can see what other prophets or people have experienced and you just use that as a map and saying okay god i want this experience or i want to see this in my own life and and i think it's really good what you pointed out too that we're not just people that want an experience, but we want to know God better through our experiences. Paul prayed in Ephesians 1, 17 and 18, you know, that the eyes of his understanding or the eyes of his mind would be opened that he could know God better. Uh, you know, he asked about the spirit of wisdom and revelation. And you think about the apostle Paul and he had like an encounter at this very start of his journey. He was like knocked off his horse. He saw like a white light, like Jesus revealed himself to him. And, and, you know, he has all these surpassing revelations, and yet Paul's prayer is still, I want to know him and the power of his resurrection later on in his life. So he was a man of experience, but yet he still wanted to encounter God because he knew all that he had wasn't even hardly a smidge of who God was. And, and so we want to remain hungry, but experience is our doorway into knowing God better. So it, it's it's absolutely true. We need We need the word, and we need the spirit, and we need, you know, the experience and that's what knowing God is. Um, know means yada in Hebrew, which is experiential knowledge or uh, knowing somebody in your five senten- uh, senses. And and so it's important, you know, it's like a man and a, and, a, and a wife, you know, a husband and a wife knowing each other, 
but it goes it, it's deeper than that because uh we want to know god but god wants to know us in that intimate way too yeah. and and that's how we experience god so yeah and another quick thing to add about that was when you were talking about kids is i feel like the reason why kids you know normally the first um encounter that they experience the supernatural realm is demonic is because the enemy sees that gift that that kid carries mm -hmm. and he tries to take them out at their weakest point when they're a kid and they don't know you know and if like i said the parents don't understand then that kid grows up with that encounter in their mind that they experience of the demonic and they're like i never want to see again because their first experience was the demonic and another thing too i wanted to share is i feel like when people start experiencing more of god like seen in the spirit like when i saw the outline of those angels um i feel like that you actually have to be like a child hmm. like you know god says no one can enter the kingdom except like acting like a child you got to be like a child and the thing about a child is they're teachable you know they're excited they're not questioning they're not fearful they just they just want you know you say i have a gift for you they're like cool what is it like you know and even just like thinking back to all my experiences that i experienced just even when i was upgrading to see in the spirit like now that i actually really think about it like I actually got myself to that level where I was just like, you know, God, if you want to show me something, you can show me. I'm not mm. going to question it. I'm not going to be fearful of it. Like, you know, I was just like saying I'm ready. I want it. And I feel like that's a really, really great way to explain to people when they're like, I want to see more. I want to experience more. Be like a child and be teachable mm. and don't, you know, don't have something where God shows you something. You're like, oh, I really want to see this though, you know, because God just doesn't take something that's like, you know, he doesn't go from like just a penny right to a hundred dollar bill, you know, like there's steps and there's stages and he knows like what we can handle. Like I was telling you, he knew I could not handle seeing a person in my apartment at 12 o'clock at night with one other person there. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So you know, I'll just touch on just something you said too about like when you're a child and you see something that scares you and sometimes you, you, you might shut that down and you know, what you're saying is 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 there's a principle, you know, anytime that you make a law in your heart, you have to live by that law. Yeah. And and so when we have a boundary like that, God isn't going to interrupt that boundary. He might challenge it at times, but and and there are times where, you know, the Holy Spirit will come and say, you know, it's like this is how you're limiting me and you're thinking, you know, sometimes he does need to offend you and then you're like, "Oh, wow, like this is actually available for me, not just for that person." Uh, they're not just specially, but, and, and that's what I, I think too is, is, you know, there's a movement sometimes where we go, it's just about the one man, but you know, your family raised you very well that, you know, all of you can, can do the kingdom. All of you can see these things and, and activate you. So I love that aspect of it and, and doing family and kingdom that way. So, yeah. yeah so and I think um, Nicole Andrews, I think she responded to what I called out. Hmm. That that's me, but my mom experienced a lot of that as well. 
Yeah, um, Nicole, I kind of just wanted to say to you, I just really felt that um, that you actually have a mix of an intercessory gift and a prophetic gifting. And if you don't know what an intercessory gift, it's where um, God basically like puts things on your heart, like people, things about to happen. And you're kind of like the prayer warrior <laughs> where you're like at home in your closet and you're praying for breakthrough in that. And you're actually basically slaying the demonic and all that. And I'll be honest with you, because I also have that intercessory gift, but I also walk in the prophetic as well. And it's hard at times. It really, it really is at times. I, I felt like though to tell you that the biggest thing is don't carry those things on yourself. You know, when God shows you something that, you know, this might happen or you're just seeing things and they're scary, like speak forth what you want to see happen. Use that authority that I was talking about where if the demonic is in your room, you tell it to go because it has to. And the only way that the enemy actually has power over you is if you give it to him. So he has no power unless someone actually submits themselves to him. And I just really felt like I needed to tell you, like when you start feeling, because I felt like that um, with these things that you were experiencing, or if you still are experiencing, that a lot of anxiety was uh, um, like attached to it. And I felt like that God was actually saying that when you experience those things, you need to run to me and lay it before at my feet or it will weigh you down. So I just speak right now over you, Nicole. I just speak all anxiety goes right now that is not a part of you in the name of Jesus. And I just speak forth that in this season, you are going to experience what true authority is like and that it's just going to grow in you. And I actually even feel that you actually have dreams about our, like our leaders, like in U.S., in Canada, like everywhere in the around the world. And I just really felt that that was actually going to start increasing. I feel like that you experienced that a while ago and it kind of died down. And I feel like that God is actually um, regrowing that inside of you. And he is going to teach you along the way if you ask him, if you say, God, like, you know, I don't know what this means, seeing this or seeing that. And he's going to teach you how um how to approach it how to deal with it and i really too um felt as well i don't know if like you have kids or something but i saw like a bunch of like toys around in a room and i specifically saw like a stuffed bear as well and i just felt that there's something with that younger generation um let me know if you have kids or anything but I kind of felt that God was actually saying, cause they were like, all the toys were scattered in the room. I kind of saw God was standing there and he was actually just saying, it's time to pick up the toys. So I don't know what that means to you. Um, I'm not gonna interpret it because God's not telling me what it means. <laughs> so I'm not gonna speak it cause it's him talking to you and I also, too, um, heard as well that the blue bird is singing. Does that mean anything to you? The blue bird is singing. 
Again, guys, thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. Please rate and subscribe. It helps us out, get us out to more listeners so they can hear the Servants of Fire podcast. Tell your friends about it. Again, find out more about our online broadcast, Supernatural Healing Power page on Facebook. Check us out. We're doing a lot of good things on there. Online prophetic ministry. We've seen healings, people delivered, saved, and set free, and just a lot of prophetic words. So it's good there. So tune into that, guys, and we'll catch you next time on the podcast.